Hello. Yeah, we, we were talking with like 13 years before this, so we don't need to pretend like we weren't. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I said before, but for everyone that's listening that also listened to the last show, I formally apologize for screaming at the beginning. I, I dulled it down a lot for earphone listeners, so it wouldn't hurt your ears. But for Colton that's on the show, he already has his AirPods in, looking sick as I'll get out. Oh, yeah. His ears are just recovering now, and I sincerely apologize. Yeah, bleeding out of the ear earlobes. <laughs> not the lobes, the drums. Oh, boy. Yeah, we, we said this before. This year is just rough, man. Everything just stinks. Obviously, all the situations going on right now, and I'm not even going to get into that because there's no way we're going to win. <laughs> like, no matter what we say, it's going to be rough either way. So, honestly, this show is a getaway. You don't want, If you're listening to a sports talk show... You don't want to hear about the situations going around in the world, so. If you want to hear about that, you can go literally anywhere else on <laughs> the internet or otherwise. Yeah, but. Watch the news. I'm not. This, the, not much sports news, though. This is. No. There's not. We got. We got a, a couple little things. We got the Jadavion Clowney situation, is what I'll call it. He, uh, he's been a free agent, definitely the best free agent on the market currently. One of the best, uh, just going into the free agency class. He got reportedly got a hefty offer from Cleveland, the largest offer that he had received financially. Originally, he was asking for $20 million. In the beginning of the free agency, and then they ended up, him and his agent ended up bringing it down to $17 million pretty quickly. I don't know what the contract offer from Cleveland was, but he, he declined it, and he's reportedly hesitant to go to Cleveland. So I don't know if that's, he doesn't want to live in Cleveland or doesn't believe in this organization, kind of rightfully so in a way, but I beats me. Mm, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, it seems like he's getting a little bit picky. I don't know. Obviously, he's definitely going to play somewhere. Like you said, he's probably the best free agent. Or he might even be, he might be tied with Cam Newton, but being a quarterback, that's kind of a special like situation you're in. There's not many premium like defensive players like him these days. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes and if he decides to turn on more offers. Or There's been a lot of hype around him going to Tennessee, I believe. Yeah. So. That, I did see a lot of stuff about that beforehand, like like a couple months ago. But I didn't know. I don't know how much progress is really being made there. But who knows? I I, I like Dave and Clowney. I'd like I'd personally like to see him back in Seattle with that. Yeah. With that right. defense, with who even Shaquille Griffin and Jordan Brooks, the new guy, and you got like Quandry Diggs and. And those guys down there in Seattle always, they keep it consistent. Good defense, at least. Relatively mm-hmm. good, I'll say. They're not as, obviously, they're no Legion of Boom anymore, but definitely a pretty uh, fun team to watch defensively. So that's, that's Jadavion Clowney. I saw Russell Wilson before said that, like, he, they needed Jadavion Clowney, like, in, like, a tweet or something like that. But Yeah, um, he's up front for them. But he definitely would be the best one. <laughs> yeah, he was—he was a disruptor there last season. Definitely, there's that one game. I can't 
I can't remember what game it was. It might have been like, I think it might have been the Niners, actually. One of the regular season games where he had like 10 quarterback pressures. It was just absolutely insane. But he's yeah, definitely yeah. A, a dominant force. Is what Man, I say. He doesn't sure. get too many sacks, but the quarterback feels his presence 100%. Mm-hmm. I know that was, uh, I've heard this a lot that he's like, he like takes plays off. Like he doesn't go as hard as he does, every, like as hard as he can every play. I'm sure that's something that happens like with a lot of players. I'm, I'm not sure if like Aaron Donald decides to take plays off or whatever, but like players like him, like he's going to do good either way. Like his, his production isn't always the best, but he's, a disruptor is. Mm-hmm. Connie's obviously a great player. He probably has not lived up to the expectations of a number one pick. But, I mean, he's been good. It took him a few years to really, like, break out and become who he is today to, like, a real pro bowl caliber, all-pro level down there with, with JJ1 Houston. But uh, I'd like to see him back in Seattle if I uh, didn't have a choice. So do you see that... that- I mean, it might have been a tweet or something that said that J.J. Watt was not going to, he wasn't going to resign with the Texans. So I never gonna... saw like any, I saw one post about that on like a Steelers account on Instagram. And it was just like an edit of him in a Steelers jersey. And it said that like he announced that he wasn't going to resign. But I never like actually saw anything official about that. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Either way, that would kind of make a lot of sense though, obviously. The two other Watt brothers are in Pittsburgh. Although I'm not mm-hmm. sure it's signing. Obviously, the Steelers cap situation is not in the best place right yeah. now. Well, I, I mean, honestly, I think that if JJ decided not to go to Houston, we would probably be atop the target list, at least projected-wise. And I think if you get a guy like JJ Watt that's coming in, you can. You, I would be more than willing to let a few defensive guys go. If it yeah, means to bring in a player like that. Like, I like the defense we have now, but, like, I would be more than willing to let, like, Bud Dupree walk and maybe a guy like Mike Hilton, just guys that are kind of taking like, up space that maybe you get a younger guy in there. So. Yeah, or, like, I like Stephon Tewitt, but Stephon Tewitt or TJ or, or J.J. Watt, like, I'm taking J.J. Watt all day there. No offense to my man. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that is true. He got got a pretty solid-sized contract. But I would definitely be willing to let some of those guys go or try to restructure some contracts. And by the time that happens, is that this offseason he's a free agent or is that next offseason? It's a fifth-year option. So I'm pretty sure he already got his option signed, I believe. So it'll be 2022, I think, is whenever... He'll be signing his new contract. Is that the is that Ben's contract year or is that the year before? I think that's the year after. I'm not really sure. After, years um, always we're gonna really know. Oh uh, yeah, it's 2021-22 is Ben's final year projected at least. Yeah, I, so, I mean that definitely free up some some money off the books, and he's like. Is he the second highest paid quarterback right now? I think um, annually, Big Ben. Not, I'm pretty sure it's second. Not like yeah. overall contract size, but per year. Yeah, so that would definitely free up a lot of money off the books, and most likely will be bringing in a young guy. 
some quarterback from the draft. So he's like restructured his deal over and over again. So he like Big Ben is getting paid a lot of money, and that is after multiple contract restructures. Yeah, uh, he just restructured it again this season, along with like five other guys. Yeah, because once they signed uh, Ebron and Derek Watt, I'm pretty sure they were above the like they were. I'm pretty sure that like they were paying out too much money, so they had to restructure deals quick. Or like you yeah, well, I know, I know Ben's did, I think McDonald's did, Joe Hayden, Chris Boswell. Um, yeah, Boswell. There was someone else, I believe, but I it might have been Hayward or something. I don't remember who it was. For some reason, I think it's Steve Nelson. I, I'm not sure. That. It might have been. It, like, I, it definitely might have been. I was thinking about that, but it seemed like a little weird to restructure a guy after his first season. But, I mean, I don't know. That might have been it. Yeah, who knows? That's, that's all the real, like, promising news, like, real stuff that we have. We got um, Deshaun Jackson had some tweets about how he wanted all NFL players to be mic'd up going forward, which was interesting. And then Minka Fitzpatrick retweeted something about, like, maybe not all of us or something like that. <laughs> but it was... And, I mean, that would definitely be entertaining as a fan, but yeah. it's going to be a lot of footage to... all the, A lot of cuss words to bleep out on the part of the NFL. Are you gonna like what? I'm sure people are talking at the same time. Are you like that's gonna sound really weird just hearing all those people? I don't know. They do it well, like normally when they have one person mic'd up. Like, yeah, that's usually that stuff you don't see. Like, you're not gonna see it live probably, or because like they're not gonna be able to bleep it out. So it'll just be for like extra footage, like the NFL top 100 list footage and this and or that. Like the- Speaking of, when is that? Oh, sorry. No, what? When is the top hundred list? Like, when do they usually come out? Because I thought it was like they came out by now. And they'll do like the. I'll look it up. They usually they've usually come out by now, and they do like each week they'll reveal like ten more players on the list. Um, NFL Network and do the little like clips for them and like other players talking about them. They usually do that. I thought free agency or something, but I could be wrong. I don't know if there's any information about it this year. I haven't heard anything. I, I thought last the year's list. One of the, one I don't know NFL if you saw it, but it was it had it had Aaron Donald as number one last season. And number two is Drew Brees. What is it? I looked up um, one of the NFL 100 announced and nothing showing up other than like that, um, like 100th anniversary. Maybe, I'm not sure. Maybe they just haven't announced it yet. Maybe, but last year's annoyed me so badly. Because they had Drew Brees as the number one quarterback on the list for whatever reason over... The MVP Patrick Mahomes. They had Julio Jones and Antonio Brown were ahead of DeAndre Hopkins last season. Who was, in my opinion, clearly the best receiver in the league last year. Didn't even make the top ten. 
JJ yeah, Watt was like way too high on that list, and he only played like three games. It was, a, it was a it was not good last year. I didn't. I was not a fan. Yeah, yeah. The last year's list was pretty awful. I'm not gonna lie. Um. So Raiders rookie Henry Ruggs the third injures thigh, helping a friend to move. That's oh boy. Just so yeah, as we said before, off the air, he he like punctured his leg when he was carrying furniture and like got stuck in between a wall. So that's kind of a little bit funny. I like I don't. It's not serious. So who knows? It's just really, we. I want to know like what punctured him. Like he's moving like furniture. Like what sharp object on the furniture just like went through his leg. That just seems strange to me. It is. Yeah, it's, that's just a weird situation. It's always the Raiders. They're always in those funky messes that have absolutely nothing to do with football. But who knows? And then speaking of the Raiders, uh, Cleveland Farrell, the fourth overall draft pick by them last season, reportedly put on some like 13 pounds looking for a stronger second season in the league was his wording. So he definitely needs to because most of us thought that he was a stretch to be the fourth overall draft pick last season. Um, he didn't do like he wasn't terrible this season, but he was not notable. I think we can agree on. So yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, he was like one of my picks for defensive player of the year last season. I for whatever reason he was one. He was. I don't think he was my pick to win it, but. He was up. I had Nick Bosa winning, but he was um, like my number two or number three that I had predicted. So he had 22 full solo tackles, 40, tied 48th for his position, 10th as, 10 assists, which is tied 13th, and five sacks, which is tied 58th for his position. Zero force fumbles. So yeah, that's not like terrible. Like it, it's it's solid, but I definitely. Would have liked to see a little bit more from him. Yeah. But who knows? I think my picks were last season. I know I had um, Nick Bosa winning, and then I think my two behind him was definitely Cleveland Farrell, and I think it might have been Devin Bush, to be honest. I don't know. Maybe a little biased. I thought you said defensive player of the year, and I was like... No, no, no. No, just defensive rookie of the year. I'm, I'm, yeah. I probably said defensive play of the year. My bad, but yeah, he was my defensive rookie of the year. Was my one of my picks, and then I think Devin Bush was probably my third. Was he even up for it? I'm not sure. I don't think so. I I don't think I don't even remember who it was apart from Nick Bosa. Might have been like Brian Burns, maybe or Max uh, Crosby. I I think Josh Allen was up for it. Josh I Allen, think. player. He dropped far in the draft. I remember that. I thought he was going to go way higher than he did. Yeah, I know. Me too, him. but I think he, he was one. I can't even remember who the other one was. I It might have been Brian Burns. That would have been a pretty good pretty good one, but I, I really don't remember. I had, my picks last year didn't really work out. I don't – I think – I probably did pick. I don't actually remember them well. 
but I think I probably picked Kyler Murray to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. But when it came down to it, I didn't think he should have. Actually, I think yeah. Josh Jacobs definitely, definitely should have taken if the case last season. But like weeks where he was injured, he definitely would have. He definitely would have won, like hands down. But yeah, I was annoyed that he didn't make the Pro Bowl, and Mark Ingram did. Like, come yeah, on. Mark. Yeah, they just. I get that he's on a better team, but like, really, this Josh Jacobs stats are just so much better. And like team success in football is not nearly as important. Yeah, you're correct. Um, is that all? Is all the news? I didn't write it down. I know you did. That's that's all we got news wise for the season. And then either now or at some point during this, we got it. We're going to do our NFC North and South predictions. Like we finished off the AFC last week with basically the exact same. AFC East and West rankings last last week. Apart from, I believe we flipped like New England and Miami or something. It's like the only difference we had actual yeah. placement wise. Uh, thought Miami was going to do better, and I said that the Patriots were going to do better, but only by one win. So yeah, our, our rankings were really similar last week. Um, so I went I went first last week. See, so I guess you can. I mean, not last week the last time we recorded the last episode um so i guess you can go first for your predictions this okay. week so oh nfc God. north is what i'm going to start with and i think it might be a little bit like i don't know if you're going to agree with this one but my my winner is the vikings this season i think aaron Rodgers, green bay won last year the division and they went 13 and three, but they were like maybe the worst 13 and three team like ever. Like they were, I saw like a bunch of things about how they were outgained last season. And that should not happen. If you're 13 and three, like that's kind of crazy to me. But, um, and then that Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers clearly have some sort of rift in their relationship, whether they're going to admit it or not. They drafted Jordan love. Everybody knows about that move. And, a lot of people think it was just kind of a, a Matt LaFleur leverage thing to say, if you're going to keep going off doing your own thing and not doing what we want you to, then we can just put in the backup. I don't think really that was 100% of it, but I think there's definitely a rift there. And Aaron Rodgers kind of has a rift with like everyone, really. Like, But I don't know. I just don't see them really performing as well. I've... I feel like Aaron. I know Aaron Rodgers led the league last season by a wide margin and passes thrown away. They just, I don't know, they don't take the, the risks. Aaron Rodgers hasn't really been throwing it downfield as much as he could have. They didn't really add any new offensive weapons apart from Devin Funchess. So, like, eh, I don't know. They got rid of Drymo Allison, which I guess isn't like a, a crazy thing, but I don't know. Just. They didn't really get that much better on offense. They lost a few key pieces on defense, which is kind of rough. Obviously, everyone knows their draft was not good. And then the second round, they ended up taking a running back that was projected to go like fourth or fifth round. I don't know if they ever even drafted Aaron Rodgers a receiver. If they did, it was like very late round. So I'm going to have Minnesota number one at, I'm going to go 11 and five for Minnesota, winning the division. They've got Kirk Cousins is underrated in my opinion. Everyone just likes to talk trash on him, 
about how he's not good on like primetime football, which is true, but he's good everywhere else. And, like his stats are still good. He's still a competent quarterback, and you still have, in my opinion, maybe a top five running back in the league, Dalvin Cook. I'm. I haven't sat down and made a formal ranking, but I'm going to say he's probably he's up there, five top five, six. So um, they got that. Obviously, they lost Stephon Diggs, which is big, their number one receiver. But they still have Adam Thielen, who has proven to be a number one receiver two years ago. Drafted Justin Jefferson. They got a relatively solid offensive line. They got two good tight ends. And there's that defense, there's studs everywhere with – Daniel Hunter, Eric Kendricks, Harrison Smith, Anthony Barr. There's just guys on all levels of that field. They lost Xavier Rhodes, who was used to be a stud. He was one of my favorite corners in the league at one point, but he he's kind of like burnt toast out there last season. But they drafted Jeff Gladney to hopefully replace him. But I, I like their team overall. They've got playmakers on, on all levels of the ball. So I like their direction that they're going in. I'm, I'm going to put them at 11-5. I'm going to put Green Bay at 9-7. and seven. I'm going to go with for Green Bay. And then after that, De- Detroit and Chicago is a mix-up for me. Like this, this season before, I definitely would have said Chicago would 100% win. But I don't know how much I really, how much faith I put in Chicago this season because the betting odds have Nick Foles as a higher chance to be the week one starter than Mitch Trubisky. And like, I guess Nick Foles could win games, I guess, but he's not like competent. He's kind of a career journeyman backup recently. They don't really have a, like a, a quarterback that's going to go out there and win you games. Their running back situation is not amazing with David Montgomery and Tariq Cohen's good, but he's no featured runner. He's kind of just a plug and play gadget kind of guy. I like Allen Robinson, and then their other receivers are Anthony Miller and Ted Ginn Jr. Like, they're nothing special. It's got 10 tight ends on the roster right now. I, I assume at least Jimmy Graham and Cole Komet will make the final roster. I don't even know about Jimmy Graham. He had those great years in New Orleans, but Lord knows. Like, he hasn't done anything since then just because he can't block at all. He just he can receive, but he can't block it. Also, like you can't really have him on the field at all times. He's just not the guy that can play this crazy amount of snaps anymore. So I don't know. Their defense is obviously kind of stacked with Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, Kendall, yeah, Kendall Fuller, Eddie Jackson. So there's Danny Trebathan and Roquan Smith as well. They drafted. No, they didn't have a first rounder actually. So then, yeah, Cole Komet was their first pick. So um, it's tough for me because I do like Detroit, the direction they're moving, not that they're going to be good or anything, but I like Matt Stafford as a quarterback. They drafted, in my opinion, the best running back in the draft, DeAndre Swift. They have Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, Danny Amendola, TJ Hawkinson. Defense, they drafted Jeff Okuda, who is a game changer on defense, and they brought in Desmond Trufant as well. So I, I do like that team and they started off hot last season i haven't really got a chance to look at either schedule but i think i'm gonna go chicago at seven and nine and then the bears at five and eleven i guess is what i'll say 
Um, I haven't looked at any of the schedules really, so I'm not sure if either of them have a really tough schedule or not, but that's what I got for the NFC North. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. I agree with like most of your reasoning there. Um, I think that I think your first place, I do think the Vikings are going to win it. The Packers just like (laughs) did, they did not do a good job this off season. And that's, I think they're getting some unnecessary hate, but it's definitely not <laughs> not as good as they should have done. That's that's all I'm gonna say. I think the, I think their defense is still good, but it's yeah. Packers are not number one. I do think the the Vikings are at. <clears throat> I think the Vikings are at number one. I'm probably gonna go probably gonna go ten six. You went eleven and five. I don't think they're gonna do that good. Um, so number two, this is a, this is a big, this is a big difference. I think Detroit's number two, um, 96, one loss back. I really loved Detroit's off season this year. Um, I wish they could have kept Darius Slay, obviously that they couldn't do that cap wise in reality, but having that two dot, like Jeff Okuda is an absolute game changer. He's going (laughs) to, he's going to be good. And I'm, I have full faith in that defense this year. I think it's Mm -hmm. very rated. Um, I don't know all their off-season moves, but from what I've heard, that yeah, they're really like they're really going up. Yeah, I, I definitely like their off-season as well. But one move that I would really like to see them make, I don't know if there's any talks for it or anything, but I'd like to see them trade one of their running backs just for something. I'm not exactly sure what, like maybe an offensive lineman or something. But they have obviously DeAndre Swift, who I think could be a featured back in the offense. They have Carryon Johnson, who was the feature back in the offense, and they have Bo Scarborough backing him up, who was an absolute beast at Alabama. Um, had a few great, great weeks this season in Carryon Johnson's injuries. So I would definitely like to see them trade one of those running backs, not DeAndre Swift, but either Bo Scarborough or, or Carryon Johnson. I would really like to see that. Yeah, yeah, I could see Carryon Johnson being moved somewhere. Um, just because, yeah, I really like the DeAndre John- not DeAndre Johnson pick. Um, I really like the DeAndre Swift pick there. They've needed a good, they've needed like a really good back that they can trust for a really long time. Ever since their like Reggie Bush days when they like picked him up in free agency. Yeah, no. Ever since have- I've been watching football, it's theoretic and carry on yeah. Johnson, and that's it. Yeah, they've needed some some help in the running game, and I think DeAndre Swift is that pick. I think their offensive line is solid. That's another team. I I don't know many offensive linemen. That's something I like need to look into more. But I I don't think it was awful last year. I think it's probably mediocre. But um, Matthew Stafford, like that team was really good before Matthew Stafford broke his back. And I don't like as long as he can stay healthy this year. Like I have full faith that they can they could be like a wild card team or be really close to least winning the division. Um, third place, I'd have the Packers. Obviously, that of horrendous off season, but they still have a lot of main pieces there. Aaron Rodgers, so Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones is really good. Um, I think they can maybe maybe eight and eight is too low. Like every, but if I say nine and six, then it's close with the the Lions. I can so, see eight and eight. I can see I, it. That that's kind of rough, and I'm I'm like maybe a Packers hater or something. Like I don't have any personally against the Packers except for the Steelers and the people. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, eight and eight probably. And the bears, 
I like I I think the Bears offseason was underrated. Um they did, the lack of first round pick was probably rough and their first pick was a tight end, which you already said they always have a massively filled tight end room. But um they do. like that was a pretty good pick. Jimmy Graham, like you said, yeah, he's just he's really kinda old now. He's never much of a blocking tight end, but um he can he'll get the job done in the passing game. He can provide another weapon there. I really like Allen Robinson. Um I think he's been underrated for years. That defense is obviously still still very good. And Trubisky, whether which quarterback starts, who really knows, but I'm going five wins probably. Five or six. I don't know. I like them and I think they're a pretty good team. But I just can't see them doing like too terribly good with which their quarterback situation is not the best. Yeah, they're one of those teams that's just always been a quarterback away recently. From and then I guess when you could say running back. I've seen a lot of stuff about David Montgomery being a possible breakout candidate for this year, but uh that's all I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say eh. That's that's all I've got for that. Yeah. But that's kinda of my like that's my reaction to the, the Packers and the Bears. Just like eh. Like I don't know. I yeah, like you said, the Packers yeah. have good games. Oh, I apologize. Um they do not have good games. They were really, like all of their games were really close and they just pulled them out at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see when I, to the Packers is the real question mark for me. I've Big faith in the Lions. Obviously, have Jesse James there, and the oh, yeah. with uh, TJ Hawkinson as well. I, I, I really like. I, I do like that team. I could see them jumping up, but I don't know. Somebody's got to be at the bottom in my. I yeah. I would not be upset if if you put them at number two in the division. I really like them. They're. They're definitely a team I've really liked the offseason moves of. So now we got the NFC South. One of the, maybe the best division. I'd probably give best division this season to NFC West moving up for next year. But this is definitely up there. So number one, um, I'm sure everyone is going to agree with me. I have the Saints at number one. The record, uh, I'm going to say 12-4. and four. For the record, I don't know if I've made anyone above twelve and four. I think I'd put Kansas City at thirteen and three, but I'm gonna go twelve and four for the Saints. They are maybe the most talented roster in the league. Just if you're just going playing off of roster with Drew Brees, two K. It's gonna be interesting to see who wins the backup backup spot with Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. Um, Drew Brees obviously, and then you have Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray in the running back room. Obviously, Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, Jared Cook. Their line is very good as well with Teron Armstead and Ryan Ramchak holding that down. Drafted a center, Cesar Ruiz, and then you move to the defensive side of the ball and you have Cam Jordan, Marshall Lattimore, Malcolm Jenkins, Demaria Davis. So that that team is very stacked on both sides of the ball. Uh, I think they have the benefit that most of them have just really been gelled together for a few years now. I guess... Emmanuel Sanders and Malcolm Jenkins are kind of the bigger additions. But if I liked where they were last year, I they were my pick, my NFC pick last year to make the Super Bowl, actually. 
So I, I had Chiefs versus Saints last season when the playoffs began. And they always lose in Minnesota, so we pray to the sweet Lord that they will not meet Minnesota in the playoffs again. But they're my number one team. I have Tampa Bay at number two. I'm going to say 10-6 and six for Tampa Bay. Tom Brady's first season. Their offense is obviously loaded apart from running back where the starter will either be Ronald Jones or Keyshawn Vaughn. But I expect this to see mainly run our passing game where you obviously have two top 10 receivers. We don't know exactly what shape Rob Gronkowski Gronkowski is going to come back to be in, but they have OJ Howard there who has obviously been a reliable tight end since he was drafted out of Alabama a few years back. Defensively, they still have Levante Dave and Shaquille Barrett are the big two and they drafted him. I think in my opinion, was probably the second best offensive lineman in the draft or maybe even the first in Jedrick or not Jedrick Wills, and Tristan Wirfs. I think Jedrick Wills was number one to Cleveland. But I really like, just overall, I think Tom Brady's obviously a guy that's going to get them over the the hump playoff-wise. And so they're my second team. My third team, that's another kind of close one between the Panthers and the Falcons. I don't think either team is going to be particularly good, but I'm going to go Panthers at like 7-9. and Six and ten, maybe I'll say seven and nine with Teddy Bridgewater at the helm, one of my favorite QBs in the league. Um, I don't know. It'll the offense will most likely be the Christian McCaffrey show again, a little less than it was last season because Teddy Bridgewater is a lot less limited than Kyle Allen, while he still is a little bit limited. They brought in Robbie Anderson, which is a really underrated move that I really liked. Is just a very good deep threat, speedy kind of guy. They lost Greg Olson, which wasn't great. Um. I was upset during the draft that they didn't take Isaiah Simmons. I think he is one of my will definitely be a game changing player eventually. I definitely thought they were going to take him. They took Derek Brown, who obviously is another great player, but I would have really liked to see Isaiah Simmons down there with Matt Rule in Carolina. But Luke Keekley also retired the season, which is also terrible. One of the top two middle linebackers in the league. One of the best players in the Carolina Panthers history. I think we can safely say now. But Brian Burns was a very good rookie last season. I really liked to see his development through the season. I think they're going in the right direction. I really like their head coach. Matt Rule out of Temple is a guy, or not Temple, uh, Baylor, that I really liked. He kind of turned that program around. And then last place, I have Atlanta at... Six and ten. I think you could flip Atlanta and Carolina. Really, they're kind of interchangeable pieces. But Matt, or the uh, Falcons are a team that always looks good on paper, but they never really put it together. Like these past few years, like Matt Ryan, obviously, he's not the MVP caliber player that he was a few years back, but he's not a slouch. Um, they got Todd Gurley now and Edo Smith to back him up. They they have Julio Jones, obviously. Top three receiver in the game is Calvin Ridley. They lost Austin Hooper and brought in Aiden Hurst, which is obviously you lose some production there, but you also get some money off the books. But defense is kind of stacked, if we're going to be honest. Apart, they drafted AJ Terrell, which was which was a very good pickup, and then they still have um, Grady Jarrett, Keanu Neal, 
and his name is escaping me. They they let go of Vic Beasley, which surprised me for whatever. And there was that funny Twitter thing where they were like, "We've decided not to pursue Vic Beasley," and then someone retweeted and was like, "What are the what's the source?" And then they said, "Literally us, the Falcons." So that was pretty funny. But um, Deion Jones was the guy I was thinking of. But I like that defense, and that's just that's just another team that you that has the pieces to be good. I don't know if it's Dan Quinn or what it is that's just kind of preventing them from getting there. But you see, they're a team that just has flashes, like last season when they when they beat New Orleans. That was a crazy. I was on a flight at that time watching that game, so that was that was kind of crazy just to to see that. So that was those are that's what I'm going with for the South. Yeah, sorry, I muted it there so you wouldn't hear like all the background noise here sound a little bit better. Um, yeah, that's as always high football IQ from the man. Um, I too agree, Saints number one. Uh, I think I'm gonna go twelve and four too. That's that's a very solid prediction. They've been good for years, like you said. They didn't make any crazy off-season moves, good or bad. Um, I do like. Malcolm Jenkins. I don't like the loss of Ted Ginn Jr., but I do like the addition of Emmanuel Sanders. So everything pretty much evens out. I'm pretty sure they lost, lost to safety, so they got one back. Um, not much to not much to really say. I just think they're the they're the best team in the division. Now number two, this is this is where we switch it up a little bit. I think the pink the Panthers are number two. Um, Interesting. I I like the team. I think Teddy Bridgewater might be. A little bit. I'm not sure if he deserved to get his pay as much. I, I know you like him, and I like him too. I like him, but I'm he's... probably with you. I don't know if he's really a franchise quarterback, like they're like they want him to be. But I'd love it if yeah. he was. He's like he's like too good to be a backup, but he's not good enough to be like a franchise guy. So I don't yeah. know. I'm not. I can't remember the exact contract details. I know he got paid a boatload of money. Um, I think I definitely think he's a solid guy. Um. But when I'm looking at the other teams, I don't see them doing as bad as them. So <laughs> I think Christian McCaffrey, super good. I like, like you said, I don't really like the loss of Greg Olson. I really don't like the loss of Luke Keekley. Um, But I think they're a good team, and I think they're, I think they're going to get two. I know I say like the number two team could get a wild card spot. I really think that I could see the Panthers sliding in a wild card spot here. Who really knows the uh, at number three, I have the I have the Bucks. I think the Buccaneers are like the most overrated team in the NFL at the moment. Tom Brady, I know, like everyone says this, like Tom Brady's arm is not getting worse, even though he's old. Um, I don't think it's going to be his fault if they lose. I'm not the biggest believer in that defense, and who knows about you? Know, like, who knows if Rob Gronkowski is going to be good after this many years out? Or it's not many years, but you know what I mean. Like he's he got stepped away from the game, and he's He's been partying yeah. up. I saw him like putting on like weight and doing workouts and stuff. That's cool. Um, who knows if he's gonna be like a <laughs> super yeah. like super tight end though? He's not. I don't think he's gonna be the same guy. OJ Howard's good, um, but it seems like that organization hasn't had much faith in him. Like they've been trying to ship him out. <laughs> ship him yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, what's up with that? 
he always seemed like a, like I don't really know much about him, but he always seemed like a nice guy. He never made too much like sound or anything. Mm-hmm, yeah, he's, he's been rumor. solid. He hasn't been like any Pro Bowl caliber guy, but he's been good enough. Does what he needs yeah, to do. I, I think he's I think he's cool though. Like I think I like him on the team. But yeah, like I said, I think like Shaquille Barrett had a really good year, but like I never really even like heard of him before he had those like breakout years. So I'm not sure if I can be say he's gonna like replicate re- replicate those stats. Yeah. Um, the secondary seems a little bit sus to me. Uh, I'm not sure who their cornerbacks are. I know I say this all the time. I know like, they I'm got sure. they got AJ Terrell in the draft. Oh no, that's the Falcons. My bad. They um, I th- I believe they saw Brent Grimes. They brought in Antoine Winfield Jr. out of the draft, who was probably the second or third best safety. Xavier McKinney was the best, and then maybe him and Grant Delpit were were second and third. But their secondary is nothing special, is what I'll say. Yeah, that's like I'm not sure if I can really vouch for their their defense and anything special. And I you know, I don't think it's going to be the offense that lets them down. I think their running game is a little bit sus. Ronald Jones never seemed like he was anything crazy. Um, Vaughn, <laughs> he seems like a like he's a pretty good guy, but I don't know enough about him to make any crazy thing. I don't know. I just don't have a good feeling about them, and I really think, in my opinion, they're the most overrated team in the NFL. A lot of mm-hmm. talk with Tom Brady. He obviously has a lot of weapons and stuff. I, something about me just does not feel good. Like I don't know. I can't say anything about it, but. They just seem overrated to me. And then last place is the Falcons. It's pretty much the same explanation as you. Uh, like, they just can't seem to get it together in the past couple of years. Showing mad potential some games and then just getting, like, blown out by random teams. Holy yeah. Jones, still, they got Todd Gurley. Who knows? He's not going to be the same player that he was in, on the Rams when he, like, almost won the MVP. But that was a crazy I, year. That was that, that was, was. So you like, said twelve and four for the Saints, and then what did you have for the Panthers? Did you have them at like ten and six or six something? The, yeah, okay. ten and six. For the, I forgot to give a record for the um, Bucks. My bad. Uh, maybe nine and six. Like eight, eight, eight and eight is too bad. But if I would have said ten and six, then it's tied with the the Panthers. So I'll say nine and six or nine and seven. My bad. My bad again. Okay. Um. And then for the Falcons in last place, maybe maybe six and ten, or yeah, I see somewhere. that. I see I that. Know. I was I thinking that for the Bucks, their defense like wasn't amazing last year, and I definitely see it if they aren't great. Like I could definitely see what you're talking about. But for me, one of the big factors was something I never really thought about until recently when I I saw someone talking about it. I'm not sure. It might have been Dave Damashek or something. Talking about just with the number of of interceptions that Jameis Winston threw last season, throwing almost two per game was obviously amazing. But you got to the point where you you got to these those late game situations, and that defense would go and make a stop, and then the offense gets on the field, and Winston immediately throws a pick, and they're right back out there, and they're gassed like they're playing two possessions one after the other with like one play in between. So I I like the defense. I don't love the defense. I think it's good enough to get you into the playoffs for me. 
So what I was thinking, what, why I went back and asked you about the records, is that um, at some point next episode, or maybe the episode after, yeah, probably two episodes from now, after we finish these rankings, I was thinking we, I can go back and listen to all the episodes and look at our rankings, and then we can make the playoff brackets with them and then go through the, the playoffs. Hey, so I'll just look on. back. I can look back and look at all of just, our things and look at the one through seven seeds. So that'd yeah, be kind of dope. This one I was like, I'll make a this like sports talk show. That seems like a good idea. That's when I was like, I'm gonna do it with someone smart like Colton. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good idea. That's that seems like really smart. Um, that could be a pretty dope segment. I don't even know who I would have winning honestly. Like if I yeah, just had I, to throw out a guess, I don't know. Like Kansas City's a favorite. And there's Baltimore, who could go up there. San Francisco, Seattle. There's a lot of teams. Maybe just for the heck of it, I'll just throw those dealers in the Super Bowl. Yes. I saw <laughs> something. I don't know, like, what it, it might have been pro football focus, what it was based off of, but it was just, like, Instagram posts of, like, AFC teams most likely to make the playoffs. And we were, like, third or fourth at, like, 64% which was interesting because all like the national media has been not even putting us in the playoffs and putting like Cleveland above us and stuff. And then I don't know if it was pro football focus, but I don't know. It was like, they, they went down to like, it was like 64.23% or something. So either it definitely wasn't just like some random person that's like, I think they have a 64.23% chance. Like there was definitely some sort of, analytics going into it so that was interesting to me um so i know i know you're not like a big follower of the tsr my beast dealers reporter instagram account i'm not even sure if you actually follow it like i never see you like them as if you do you just like <laughs> anyway i don't like i don't care if you follow me or not it's a big not a big deal but there's like a new fan page grader account one of these always come out like every once in a while and they just decide to grade like a bunch of fan pages until they just get overrun because, like, everyone wants their page graded. Um, but I got, like, a C. I got, like, 67.5. Like, I really, I really want to know how he, like, calculated that number. I think It's probably definitely- just... I would say it's just because you don't you haven't been posted recently. That's probably the only thing. Yeah, maybe. Because I I, the quality is pretty solid, I would say. I, I enjoy the posts. I think they're... I like the discussions on there that, you, that you'll post sometimes. But I think you just want, like... There was it was dry for like a month, so there wasn't yeah. really much much news to post. So yeah, there for a long time. Like when I was when I was like thinking about like starting a show like this, and then since we recorded our first show and and like the second show too, and like the third show, and I was like thinking about this a lot more than than like discussion things I could do. But I was just on a long car ride, and I was like, who cares? I'll just post a couple of times and started my schedule prediction my uh, record prediction stuff and Steelers are sitting at two now right now i haven't posted today's show i should probably do it it's kind of getting late but you know it i he like said uh the thing was the post said he was like um it was like account style lazy definitely like needs <laughs> definitely brand i was like i was like um. but it was he like he said how many like how many times he put, it was like out of the last twelve posts he just like reviewed the last twelve so I don't know that's sad sad who did you you said they were two and zero and I know that the Giants were week one so who was week two 
uh, Broncos. I, oh, I okay, yeah, that's like, that'll be a good game. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I said it was 17 to 14. I can check real quick. I can see that. That'd definitely be a. That'll definitely be a fun game to watch. That'll definitely be one of those games that every once in a while, like once or twice a season, we'll just have like instead of having youth group at church, we'll just like go to someone's house and watch the Steelers games. And that'll definitely be one of them. I'll guarantee you that because there's a a small rift in Steelers versus Broncos in my youth group because we've got two Broncos fans. So Yeah. That should be uh, pretty that'll be a good week, I guess. Sorry, my sister just came in the room, um, and so you probably heard other background noise. It's my bad. Um, so yeah, so week one, I have the Steelers kind of starting off the season hot, twenty four ten, and then week two, seventeen to fourteen, up on the Broncos. Yeah, I feel like I I made my record predictions just like kind of off the whim, but if I went through and like looked at everybody's schedules, my records would probably be a lot different. To be fair. Not like I, a lot different, but like if I went through every schedule, it was like, look at the Saints, and instead of just like saying, yeah, they're 12 and 14, like went through every single game, then it would definitely be different. Yeah, mine too. So I don't know. I think that we're playing the Texans next week. I mean, in my next post, I'll be predicting Steelers versus Texans. And I'm, I don't know. This is, this is a rough one. I, like normally I, ha- I posted like the first two. In, earlier in the day so i've been this one i've been pondering this one i don't i don't know <laughs> i think it, it might we might be taking an l but i don't know it's hard for me to say i might just i think it just kind of seems like an upset that might like a likely upset to me but yeah like, last year i did it i did like full 16 games i believe or i might have done like 10 weeks and then preseason started and i didn't want to do it anymore um yeah but i always like start off the steelers really hot and everyone, like, all the comments are like, are you going to make the Steelers go 16 or no? That's so lame. Like, I just don't think the Steelers, I can't see the Steelers losing to the, the Giants, Broncos, or Texans. But I can, everyone... They're definitely not going to lose to the Giants, but I could see them losing to the Broncos. They're like, a, they're what my sleeper team. I think I put them at 10 and 6. And I think that's what I had us at, too, honestly. Yeah. I could see them losing to the Broncos, but I don't think we are. I think it's gonna be really close. That's that's what I said, and that's what I'm gonna stick to that. Yeah. But, is it at home or is it in Denver? Um, I have the the schedule right here. If I if my memory serves me correctly, I believe it's home. That's that's a big advantage. You never want to play in Denver, in freaking Mile High Stadium. The yeah, air is cool. absolutely terrible, and like. That's definitely never what I would I would want to do as a player, but I mean I guess I don't even like I'm sure it's they Broncos players get used to it and then it is like a super big advantage for them just like the air quality. Yeah, so yeah, it is Steelers versus Broncos, which means we're playing at home. Yeah, it means it's home. So that's that's just a big advantage in that game, definitely. But that should be a good one. I think this season will be interesting. I want to see really what level this team is going to play at. I want to see there's a lot of questions like what will Juju be able to be a number one receiver? Mainly that's like a big question that we had last year and didn't really have the opportunity to find out. Mm-hmm. Will James Conner be able to stay on the field? You know, are we having Claypool? 
Will Deontay Johnson be able to take that next step? Will Bud Dupree be able to maintain the like level how, that he's playing at? How quickly will the offensive line regress in their in their old age? Yeah. That's yeah. a question. I'm it's an interesting it's a lot of interesting things going on. Maybe this is a topic for the next for the next show. We'll we'll go over some uh some questions we have about the Steelers next season and we'll look yeah. at what we will be. be I'm excited for the the uh rankings the predictions next se- next week because i think those might be the ones where we get a little bit the nfc west might be one where we actually yes. get some change because that team i could see all four of those teams making the playoffs yeah that, that's a good that's a good that's a good t- mm, division sorry um i i don't want to give it away too much but i like the cardinals and i don't know if they're going to win at all oh, with that me too I don't have them winning. The, I, I'm not going to have them winning the division, probably. But I really like the Cardinals this season. They're they're definitely going to be one of my favorite teams this year. Every yeah. season, my number two favorite team changes, like every year. Yeah, I mean, it used to be the Bills pretty consistently. Last season, I don't really know who it was. It might have been Kansas City, probably. Yeah, I just I love Mahomes. Those are two two of my favorite teams that are in contention. They're definitely teams I'm going to be watching a lot next season. Arizona and the Giants. I love Kyler Murray. He's mm-hmm. Me too. I love Daniel Jones too. The Giants are not going to be good, but I really like Daniel Jones. I love Saquon. I love Evan Ingram. I love Jabril Peppers as well. So I, I'm definitely going to be tuning into that team, even though they probably won't be that great. It's so random that you just like you love Evan Ingram so much. See, I don't know what it is. He's my favorite tight end in the league. Like, no question. And I think Saquon is probably my favorite running back in the league also. Mm-hmm. So there's – you got those. Jabril Pepper, as much as – as bad of a take as it was, I really wanted the Steelers to draft Jabril Peppers instead of T.J. Watt. Yeah. That year, like, I saw so much buzz around T.J. Watt that season. I just, like, he's just going to be – he's only good because of his name. And you know, he had injury concerns at Wisconsin. It's just because he's a Watt brother. Listen, Jabril Pepper is the real deal down in Michigan. And then the Browns picked him. And then I was like, gosh, dang it. I really wanted him. And then we drafted TJ. And I was like, oh, fine, whatever. But obviously, TJ Watt is defensive player of the year candidate. And Jabril Peppers is not. <laughs> but yeah. I still do like Jabril Peppers. And then he was traded in the Odell trade. But I do like that that New York Giants team. And the Arizona Cardinals team is another team of full of guys that I really like. So those will probably be my two and three teams in some order. Yeah, I I don't want to give too much away, but I definitely I don't think I'm gonna have the Cardinals winning at all either, but I'm gonna put in some serious thought before we record tomorrow. Um mm-hmm. to what I want our order to do. I'm gonna need to put in some serious thought of I've liked my Super Bowl players. Yeah, now that we're doing the, the playoff thing, like I gotta think of. I guess like matchup by matchup is gonna be the easier way to do it. But it, when it comes down to it, I don't even know. If I had to pick one, I don't know who I would pick. Because you you could say Baltimore, and say like they're they're so talented, but then you think like they don't have experience like at all. Like Lamar Jackson still hasn't won a playoff game. I guess Mark Ingram was Mark Ingram on the Saints when they won the Super Bowl. Oh, I 
Couldn't tell you. I don't think. But he at least has some playoff experience, I guess. Obviously, Marquise Brown doesn't. Calais Campbell was a Cardinal, actually. So he did. He did. Because he okay, was on yeah. the Cardinals when with Carson Palmer and Larry Fitz's prime. Mm-hmm. So, like, their NFC Championship runs, he probably does. But, like, I don't know. They're just – Lamar Jackson is really the guy you're going to have to worry about when it comes down to it. And he doesn't have any playoff wins. And there's only played in two games playoff-wise. So, I'm, I don't know. Like, I could see them winning it. But also, it's experience. You could obviously see the Chiefs winning it just based on the fact that they have, like, the exact same roster and they added a starting running back. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's kind of nice, but I don't know. I don't know. I always think the Saints can do it, and then they never do. It's, it's always messed up too. It's if they can just if they can just like start passing the ball in Seattle, man. I swear, they just don't do it. They they yeah. had like the, they've been number one in rushing attempts or top three in rushing attempts for like the past five years, and they have. Yeah. In my opinion, probably the second best quarterback in the league in Russell Wilson. And they just run it. Yeah, I was gonna... They run that thing until it's. I'm not they sure. run Chris Carson Chris dead. He's pretty good, though. He's pretty good. Chris Carson, Rashad Penny. There's another one down there. At least he was there last season. I don't know if he still is, but. They just run him to the ground. <laughs> they run those guys to the ground, man. I swear, like, Russell Wilson. Didn't have more rushing attempts than passing attempts by the end of his career. He's, I don't even know why, because it's like he's such a safe quarterback, but he doesn't throw picks ever. Yeah. Like his touchdown to interception ratio. I was looking at stuff about like each franchise's top, like all time top uh, touchdown to interception ratio. Russell Wilson's is like, like over four. Like that's crazy to have like. Over four touchdowns per interception. Like, Big Ben yeah. was on, like, honestly, it was pretty relatively high, and it was, like, 1.6. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. And like, Yeah, Big Ben is, like, a little bit of your quarterback. Nowadays, nowadays, he throws a lot of picks, but in his heyday, he still threw yeah. an okay amount of picks, but he's thrown enough touchdowns to offset that pretty well. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's just interesting, you know? You never really, th- I never really think about these things until, you know, until this the show. It's definitely it's a fun thing to do, and I hope you enjoy making it as much as I do because oh, indeed it's, I do. It's a cool thing to do. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just like no one in my school likes to talk about like the, like the NFL that much, and I don't know how many people like to talk about the NFL at your school, but like, I got it's not. I got a few friends that I, that I talk Steelers with. And then a few guys that I talk NBA with, so that's that's I don't, it's not a super large audience at school to talk NFL with. So I I do be grinding out those podcast listens with with guys like Colin Coward, Dave Damashek. And you move on to NBA, and I grind out my man Matt Peck and Jordan Malley with all the bull stuff. So I. I get my listening in, believe you me. Yeah, yeah. There's only, like, one person in my school that likes to talk sports that much, and he always wants to talk about college sports that I, like, don't I don't watch any college sports. I, um, I watch, like, the playoffs. I watch WVU games 
a lot of the times. A lot of times I'm busy on Saturdays, so I don't actually like. I don't care. I like go West Virginia, but like I'm not like too involved into college sports that I set aside time on my Saturdays that like I don't want to go do anything because the games are on. I keep up with it. I definitely watch it a lot more. Last season when Will Greer was a Heisman candidate, but um, I don't know. I, haven't, I don't watch too many college college too much college football. I watched a decent bit of WVU basketball. I went to one of the games where we absolutely smacked Texas with a buddy uh, this year, and that was a pretty fun game. But I, I don't know. I don't keep up with college sports too too much until like draft time comes around. NFL notably, and I don't still don't really keep up with college sports. I just do my my research on the prospects. But I, yeah. I'm not a college sports guy. The only like I like to watch pretty much every single sport, but when it comes to like pit football, I almost always just end up listening to it. Like I would prefer mm. to watch it, but I don't have ACC network, so I can't like watch it easily, and. Like I don't like like you said, it's not common that I just take time out of my like Saturdays to yeah. sit down and watch. Other things you I find those illegal illegal streaming websites. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's how I watch Bulls games. I watched just about every Bulls game this season on just like weird like Reddit subreddits that I could find online, and you could just click on it and immediately find the like any game you wanted that was on. So I did so, that. I watched like every game. <laughs> so I know you have you have an Apple phone. I do not have an Apple phone. There's an app on the Google Play Store that like has a YouTube stream for like pretty much every like sporting event you could ever imagine. There was not the match though. Like I wanted to watch. That's like the only golf I'd ever want to watch, but it didn't have mm-hmm. it on there. Like it has like every NFL God, game. Like, <laughs> pretty much every NBA game. It has a YouTube stream. Pretty much every hockey game. Like, I've never, like, went to watch a, a stream on that app, and, like, it wasn't on there, except for except for the match, but... Yeah, uh, I like, didn't think that. I don't even... Because I was, like... Well, I don't know if that was pay-per-view. It might have been, because I know I saw they raised about $20 million for COVID relief funds from it. So, I, I don't know if it was pay-per-view or what, but I just saw highlights of it, like, Brady's absolutely monster <laughs> shot. Like man, when he ripped his pants. But yeah, it was fun. I'm happy that Tiger and Peyton won. I thought Brady and Mickelson were gonna win, but I was rooting for Tiger and Peyton all day. Yeah, me too. Because I I don't keep up with golf too much, but I know at least I'm pretty certain that Phil Mickelson is like best of the best. But yeah, Peyton is he's aging. Was better than Brady, and I guess like Tiger's still solid. And I guess when you're neither of them really were like out there warming up a bunch like they would be for for normal matches, it's the talent gap isn't going to be crazy enough to like win it for one person and lose it for the other, I guess. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's it's interesting though. Um, if if you, uh, I'm not sure if it's on Apple, I haven't looked it up because I don't have an Apple phone, but I, I really I think that's. The, the, the revenue we make from from this, I think that's the first thing. First thing I'm going to buy is an Apple phone, even if I don't get to watch. <laughs> that may be a long ways in the future. It is, they, yeah. They cost a lot. That's that's a real one problem with Apple phones to me. So they just cost so darn much. 
Yeah, I know. I, that's that is the one thing that I hate about Apple is that they cost so much, and then like, but every time a new one comes out, I'm just so tempted to want to get it, even though I don't have a job yet. <laughs> so that's like this would be so cool. Like, like it's it's a far away in the far ways in the way in the future. But wouldn't that be so cool if, like, someone was like, what, do you have a job? And it's like, yeah, I, like, I run a sports talk show. That'd be so cool. Yeah, that would be pretty that's, nice. That's the way in the future that, that, like, this could, like, I, like, I've said this before. I don't want this to be, like, my life. Like, I like talking sports, but it's not like that I want that to be my life. And I'm pretty sure I can confidently say that you don't want to talk sports for your life. Um, but... It's like nice, and especially for young, you can like, you know, buy stuff if you want uh, from the money they make from the sports talk show. Keep this up. But, I want to be. I want to. We, we need to be guests on the Colin Coward show. It's my. That's what I, I want. I don't know. I want to see you even reply to my DMs. I love Colin Coward, but I'm never. Get, we're not going to go to the show. He only. He only wants like the. NFL insiders and the reporters that actually have some inside scoops. We'd just be random guys. Yeah, it's like two guys that have sports takes. <laughs> I'll join his NFL spelling bee. He did it the other day. And I knew most of them. Roethlisberger was like the first one. It was like the easy level. On yeah, the, it was like Roethlisberger and then I know Giannis Antetokounmpo was on it. I knew I know uh, how to spell both of those. Jimmy Garoppolo, I can spell that. I'm good with the names. I can spell like use check and ram check. The NBA, I know the Speed McKay Luke's and all that, all that jazz. I'm pretty solid with yeah. the spelling when it comes down to I, it. I know, and I could probably spell. Uh, I could probably spell like Yannick. However, you spell it. I don't even know how to pronounce the last you name. You can't even pronounce it. it. You're not going to spell it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a tough one, but but yeah, All right. I'm good with the names. I must admit. All right, good show. Like I had to cut it off a little bit short here. I'm kind of out of the blue, but I got. I want to get a like workout before I before it's too late. Games, baby, games. Baby, that's right. I'm probably right. just going to get on Xbox and play 2K with the boys, so I'm not on as much of the games as you are. I haven't ran much lately. I might run tonight while it's warmer out and then yeah. play Mario Kart Wii because I cannot get enough of my Mario Kart Wii as of late. That is a true, that's a true grind. I used to, I think I have everything unlocked on my account. It took me so long to get freaking dry Bowser on the Wii. <laughs> Yeah, it's because they push it down all the like online servers and stuff. So it's really hard to unlock because like some of them are like play five thousand oh, or like one ten. I know the best one was like Donkey Kong's like cousin or something. Who's riding the bandana? It's like Funky Kong, yeah, yeah, and that one bike. That was an I, can, OP Kong, I, might, I might figure out how to hack my Wii U so I can play Mario Kart online, but I don't want to hack my Wii because <laughs> that has like all the memories for my like family growing up and stuff so yeah really do that. get a second Wii for like 20 bucks and then hack that yeah, that's, that's Wii, you can probably get a Wii at like a garage sale or something for like ten dollars i'm betting yeah um, once we uh start a youtube channel that's what i think we should do i think we should 
buy like two Wii super cheap and then like make Mario Kart Wii videos. That'd be sick. I've already got my Wii. Still in the living um, room. Yeah, you don't worry about. You're not gonna worry about losing your stuff. If you uh, if you like, put mod your Wii so you can play Mario Kart Wii. Yeah, I might buy it. No, I don't want. I, want, I still want to keep my my Wii Mario Kart account with all my my boys. Yeah, that's, that's the only. On on my Wii, I have like everything unlocked, easy money. But on my Wii U, I've never like I barely ever put Mario Kart Wii on the Wii U because you can't. Yeah, I don't have games. a Wii U. I have a Switch and Mario Kart in there is super fun. I'm. I used I to be cash at that game when I used to like consistently play. I was super good at that game, but I haven't played in so long. I'm probably not that good anymore. I don't have a Switch, but my uh, my pastor let me have my have their Wii U because they never play on it anymore because I got a Switch. So, this is yeah. a couple fun. I don't, I don't really play Wii U games that much. I just play like Wii games on the Wii U because they're more fun almost all the time. I haven't played the Wii in a long time, but every once in a while I go on and play Wii Sports. I'm absolutely, I'm a dominant force at Wii Sports Baseball. Wii Sports Baseball? I used to be like really good at baseball, but now they I'm like, want the smoke at Wii Sports Baseball. Oh my goodness. I'm going <laughs> shut them down. Wii U's cost like, Two hundred dollars for like no reason. I yeah, like... that's always seemed cool to me as a kid, but I never got one. And now I have a switch, so I'm not gonna ever buy it probably. Yeah, if I was gonna, if like if I could buy a switch, I'd like if I had a switch and that guy offered me the Wii U, like my preacher offered me the Wii U, I'd probably turn him down and be like, I got a switch, no thanks, but I don't have a switch. So. Yeah, that's that's pretty dope. All I play anymore is sometimes, oh, have a friend over and grind out some Smash Brothers. Maybe some oh, yeah. Mario Kart, that's about it. I played Smash Legend of Zelda, one of the games on there, like a month ago. I think, I don't even remember what it was. It's like, whatever, like, the really Breath of the Wild, I think is what it was. That's a pretty solid game, but I can't get into it. I grinded Mario Odyssey on there. That game was fun. That's what everyone's telling me. Mario Odyssey is so fun on the Wii, but I don't have that game. So Mario Odyssey is like that. actually super cool. I think I don't think I beat it. I kind of quit playing the Switch after like a month after Christmas. I I quit like absolutely grinding Mario Odyssey, but that game was super fun. I must Odyssey admit. On the Switch, talking about Mario Odyssey on the Wii, people told I didn't me Mario Odyssey know that existed. Yeah, I'm not sure if it does. Maybe they were calling Mario Mario Odyssey on the Switch, and I'm just. Not realizing it. Peace me. I can't respond. I must admit. But. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's maybe that's the plan. Maybe I'll just get a switch, and we don't have to like mod our Wii. Even though I'm way better at playing Mario Kart on the on the Wii. I'll just whoop your butt, Mario Kart on the Switch. I'm I'm probably no good anymore. But I think I have like three stars on all the two hundred oh, really? CC things on there. On the Switch, I'm, I'm like, grinding that. Oh, I'm I I like whoop CPUs butts on Mario Kart Wii like. Oh, yeah. I'm like, almost embarrassingly good at Mario Kart Wii. <laughs> <laughs> and there was like one way I saw the look at win percentage like online on the Switch, and mine was like pretty good. If like first place was like like twenty five percent close oh, to yeah. it, which is pretty solid for online, I would say. But getting first place. Mhm. All right. Yep. See you later, man. Sorry. That was All right. <laughs> have a good one. <laughs> See you.